Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 57, which starts with us still focused on the Black Rider and his silhouette and the horse neighs a little bit. And then ends. He does. He like moves his head. Makes the little like sound, a little like (laughs) horse head shaky sound. And then ends with Frodo running down a pier and Sam and Mary and Pippin are like, Frodo, run, Frodo, come on. Yeah. Yeah. The last shot is the hobbits on the raft, kind of the raft pulling away from the ferry. Yeah. So a couple of like, behind the scenes thing about how some of this minute was done mm-hmm. is like the, the close up shots at the beginning with, and at the end of the last minute too, with like Mary and Frodo, like crouched down behind that tree in the bush. Yeah. Those close up shots are done in a studio and then all the other shots were done outside. Oh, so the close ups were all done later in the studio. And they, so their conversation in the woods where Mary says like, it looks like it's, Looking for something? Is outside. Back on set in Mount Victoria. And then after they duck into the bush, that's in a studio. Those close-ups. Oh. So when he says Buckleberry Fairy? That's in a studio. Okay. And then all the horse stuff is outside. Right. And when they're, like, around the horse and they're, like, not sure what to do, the way that they did the effect for them looking, like, the right size, Mm -hmm. the horse is up on a platform. Ooh. That's kind of scary. Yeah. So the horse is up on a platform, so the camera's looking through the horse's legs, and they look like they're the right height. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. And then, like, when they're running down the pier, Dominic McMonaghan apparently got a big splinter in his toe. Ooh, ow. Which, like, he makes a big deal about it, and then Billy Boyd is just like, I was, like, half the size of a matchstick. <laughs> that still sucks. That's still, you know, yeah. So there's there's one of the accidents on this one of the handful of accidents and injuries on the film. Yeah, is Dominic McMonaghan getting a big splinter? They run really fast. Yeah, I know. Uh, I I can't tell at all if it's Mary or Pippin in the shot that goes over the fence because they all have curly hair. Yeah, <laughs> and it happens really quick. Yeah, so they just like jump the fence. Do you know if they sped up their speed at all when they're running? Or like, I don't. I don't think so. They don't mention that in the commentary. They run at all. so fast. They're just a hoofing it. Oh my god, I'm jealous. Like they run so fast. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's it's Sam that jumps over. Nice. That happens real fast. He's spry. You <laughs> kind of hear the pots and pans. Yeah. <laughs> They kind of all jump over different parts of the, yeah, the fence, but, but the one the in the one, foreground is yeah, Sam. Yeah, the one you focus on is Sam. Man, for being the chubby hobbit, he makes it right over that fence. Like, oh my god, they run so fast, I yeah. can't even deal with it. <laughs> right? Track star hobbits. Right? I can't imagine hobbits running track. I They'd mean, love food and beer too much. I don't Why know. would we competitively run? That's stupid. They... I don't know. There must be, like, bodybuilder hobbits or something. Well, we get to see Sean Astin as a bodybuilder in 51st Dates. Yeah. Isn't there, like, a Tumblr post where it's just, like... Isn't there, like, a... Do you think there's, like, a a group of, like, uncomfortably built, like, 
hobbits. Yeah, someone just posted a picture of Sean Astin yeah. from your first dates. <laughs> and like the the like little crop top. The little crop top with the netting and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just like with his douchebag glasses on. I mean like like yeah, I guess you're right. It doesn't really fit in with their culture. Yeah. To do sports ball. Not the golf. <laughs> Very right golf. Yeah, but that's not like sports. I a lot of people would disagree with you. But you don't put it in the same category as like football or basketball or track. Yeah, but isn't there like Olympic golfing? Yeah. But that's so, not like people running around getting buff. I guess. Golf is a very like relaxed sport. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I no. mean, I'm never relaxed when I play mini golf. <laughs> That's because the course is your enemy. <laughs> oh my god, I, I wish that you've seen Gravity Falls because there's a mini golf episode with like gnomes and stuff and it's the funniest thing. Nice. But. <laughs> it really is too, though. Like, it, it's really dangerous. It, it seems really dangerous to like do that thing with the horse, like up on one of those like portable yeah. dance floor platforms. Yeah. It's just, it's just like that poor horse. I hope he doesn't fall. Well, I mean, you would hopefully have you would hopefully have a very skilled animal. Well, yeah, person riding the horse. But accidents happen. Yeah. You also have to hope when a horse is up like that that it doesn't just try to kick someone that gets too close to it. It. I mean, they train these horses. It's not just like they just dragged I in know. a wild Mustang from off the street or something. Right. But like th that saying, like, never work with animals and children is because, like, no matter how trained they are, yeah. it's still an animal. Yeah, it might still react poorly to something. Hopefully not. If it's been yeah. in movies before, it's used right. to the lights and the camera and everything. Yeah. But that's really interesting because I just assume it's a big horse. Right. No, the, uh, the the cast talks about it. They talk about the horse being up on a platform. The The production commentary doesn't because they're still talking. At that point in the commentary, they're still talking about having to carry the hobbits up and down this hill for the takes. Oh, right, because it's been raining and stuff. And that they were filming these scenes across Peter Jackson's birthday. Oh, that's interesting. On Halloween. God, that, that's Because Peter so, Jackson's birthday is Halloween. That's so, like, gothy. <laughs> right. <laughs> He turned 39. I wish we'd known that on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't talk about it till here. That's true. I mean, we could have looked up Peter Jackson, but well, why know. would we do that? <laughs> it's trial and error, my friends. Trial <laughs> and errors. By the time we, yeah, by the time we get to like, what are we doing? Well, I don't know. Hypothetically, by the time we get to the last movie, the last Hobbit movie, we'll have this in the bag. That's right. But for now... <laughs> by then, we will truly be experts. By then, I will be drinking heavily. Ah, uh, yes. Just like, and now, back to you. And it's just like taking a swig from a, a full bottle of wine. <laughs> like if there was a camera, it would like catch you lifting it up just as it pans away. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Cutaways. I do like the way that Dominic Monaghan delivers his line in this minute. Right. Buckleberry Fairy. Follow, follow me. me. There's, he, like, holds the E sound. Follow me. I like the... 
like Buckleberry. Yeah. It's very alliterative. Buckleberry Fairy is fun to say. Yeah, it is very. It's very lyrical. I like it. Mm. Buckleberry Fairy sounds like a band name. Buckleberry Fairy? Or like an album yeah. name. Like, hey, we're... Uh... <laughs> I, I don't, don't know, know a good band name. <laughs> what's, what's a good band name for like... Oh, Buckleberry Fairy. That's that's like it's like a bluegrass album name. Buckleberry Fairy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was thinking more like, I guess folk and bluegrass are very similar. Yeah. Buckleberry it's, Fairy. It's like we're, like we're we're like we're Nickel Creek, and this is the album Buckleberry Fairy, like that. <laughs> you know, because they have like creek in their name, so that seems to fit to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Look at you with your bluegrass. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I can't really tell if they're saying Frodo run or Frodo come on. I think that maybe they're saying both. Yeah. It's very indistinct shouting. Because like Mary and Pippin and Sam were all shouting at the same time. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah. It I is watched, hard to tell. I watched that bit like five times and I can't it, tell. I just, it's very hard to understand. Yeah. Because like in that moment, it sounds like their vocals are slowed down a little bit. I don't think so. It's just like kind of garbled because they're, you know, There's a lot of noise shouting yeah. for their friend. Also, the music is pretty loud. Also, apparently, this fairy kept sinking. Oh, this really? Raft. The producer, Barry Osborne, fixed it eventually because they got sick of like one corner sinking or another corner <laughs> sinking. So he spent some time on it at like three in the morning figuring out why it kept sinking. That's funny. And like talking them through how to keep it afloat. Yeah. Because he had some like boating and yachting experience. Man, I wish he'd been in that paddle boat with us when we were on that lake and it almost sank. Yeah, you know, it's Don't fine. fit four people on a paddle boat in the middle of a lake. It's a bad time. You know, <laughs> taking on water. Yeah. It's fine. We made it work. We're fine. We didn't sink. <laughs> Buckleberry Fairy, follow me. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. The end. <laughs> the ring goes back in the water. Wait another 3,000 years. I mean... Because we talked about how this is the same river, right? It'll eventually get there. Yeah. No, I mean, isn't this the same river where Gollum finds the ring? I I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, you were talking about how it's yeah. the... Because it's the Anduin. No, this is... Or it is meets a, up with the Anduin. Yeah, it eventually will make its way to the Anduin from yeah, here. I'm pretty sure you said that this river was the same that Gollum... I think it is. Because if Gollum is like a hobbit from like the Bywater area in the past... Yeah. Or like the Bree area in the past... Then, Are you just, like, straight up lying to me on the show? <laughs> no. But, like, if Gollum is, like, a hobbit from that from those areas, from yeah. the past, then that would have to be the river it was found in. Is like, the, the Brandywine. Uh, not the Withywindle, because we never see that mov- that river in this movie. Well, maybe. Well, no, the Withywindle is the river in the old well, forest. Well, okay, because Isildur gets... Um, while he's exploring the northern reaches of Arnor, which is the Shire. Yeah. So he gets ambushed. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you said it was the same river. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Branduin. Okay. I'm pretty sure. It's like it's gotta be either the Branduin or a river that'll go into it because that's where those the hobbits in this area are from around the Branduin. Right. That's why Mary knows where Buckleberry Fairy is. Right. Buckleberry Mary Fairy. Foreshadowing. Buckle- no, I'm just kidding. Marriott. Marriott. Marriott and Peregrine. 
Marriott Brandy Buckleberry Fairy. What? Marriott Brandy Buckleberry Fairy. Because it's Brandy Buck. Yeah, that's quite a mouthful. And they're probably called Brandy Bucks because they're from near Buckleberry on the Brandywine. Right. Yeah. I don't know. These maps are confusing. We need Elijah Wood in here, man. Right? Because on some of these maps, it's hard to tell if something is a river or a road. Well, the dots are roads, and the the full line is a river. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it must be where he was. So that Mistletoe would have lost the ring in the Brandywine, because the hobbits are around the Brandywine. This is the only river that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. For Gollum Legit. to have found it. And then he ran to the Misty Mountains, which is quite a trek for him to have made back then, probably. I mean, it's been, like, years. He, it probably took him years. Well, I mean, he had to immediately flee because he murdered his cousin. Yeah, but if... Okay, so if some... I don't think they would have pursued him outside of their comfort zone. No, probably not. Because he, prob he probably got exiled first. And then just wandered into the mountains. Yeah. Found his way in the mountains, started eating goblins and orcs. Yeah, you know, as you do. As you do. <laughs> I got my a fish and orc eating withered shadow of your past self. Yeah. Healthy. Yeah. Healthy. <laughs> Great way to deal with your problems. I don't know if there's anything else <laughs> for this one. No, not really. I just like how, like, a lot... A lot does happen, but also not a lot. But it happens really fast. Yeah, it's very fast paced, which is good. We're in the we're in the the stuff starting to happen section of the movie. Thank God. It only took most of an hour. Right, we're almost an hour into the movie. Yeah, and it finally feels <laughs> oh like it's my picking God. up. And here's the thing about the pacing of this movie too: as much as it feels like it's picking up through here, mm -hmm. when we get to Rivendell, the movie comes to like a full stop again. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about the pacing of this movie when you really break it down like that. It doesn't really feel like it should work. Because it just comes to, like, another complete stop halfway through. Well, you need, like, you know, ebbs and flows. You can't just be, like, 100 miles an hour the whole movie. Right. I mean... Plenty of movies are like that. Yeah. Like, action movies are generally like that once it picks up. Yeah. But this... This is, isn't an action movie. It's a fantasy epic. It's different. It's like a different beast. Yes. Like, you can't... I mean, and even, like, the craziest movie in recent memory that I've seen was Mad Max Fury Road. Right. And even then, there's lulls. Yeah. They're still being hunted. Yeah. But there's, like, you can't just be, like, balls-to-the-wall action for, you know, two hours. Yeah. I mean, you could, but then, like, your audience would be just like, oh, my God, just exhausted. Right. And it, I mean, Battle of the Five Armies is like, once the fight starts, it's like 45 straight minutes. The Battle of Five Armies is how not to do an action movie. Yeah. Because, anyway, we'll talk about it at length. I mean, like, in like five into, years. Speaking about long action sequences, <laughs> you get into some, there are some really long ones in, there's a, some really long ones in the Hobbit trilogy. There's a... A really long action sequence is pretty much like the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, but we're what? talking about, like, I mean... And then, I don't... What's the longest action sequence in this movie? In this movie? Yeah. Um, Moria. Yeah. 
the chase once the troll appears all the way through to the end of Moria. Yeah, like once the drums start. How long is that going to take us to through uh, through Gandalf's fall? How long is that going to take us to get through? Three weeks? I think it's two and a half. Two and a half weeks. I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember if it breaks up nicely or it's not. It's like twelve, thirteen minutes. Yeah, but from the point where the drums start to them getting out of Moria in the sunlight, yeah, is I would say it's fifteen minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. Because the fight with the troll is like five itself. Yeah, it's got to be. A lot happens. Yes. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I'm just now trying to think about the, what the longer action sequence, how long the longest action sequence in these movies are. Well, it's cool. by we the time there. we finish, yeah. we'll know. Yeah. We'll know down to the minute. That's right. <laughs> Chop it up, pre-package it. <laughs> Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit, here we come. <laughs> yeah. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Email us, contact at LordOfTheRingsMinute.com. Twitter at LOTR Minute, Tumblr, LOTRMinute.tumblr.com. You can find us on Facebook, iTunes, where you should leave us a five-star review if you can. The Doctor's Companion is where you'll find Cassandra Scott and Nick talking about classic and new who, also on the website, as well as Back to the Future Minute, which returns in January, mm-hmm. hosted by Scott and Nick. Geek by Night, which also returns in January. Yeah, lots of good stuff. And our other Minute podcast, Harry Potter Minute, which is... Currently ongoing. Well, not ours, but it's on the site. On the site. <laughs> the Dueling Genre family. Yeah, that's Gary and Victoria. Yes. And if you'd like to lend us and Dueling Genre your support, you can go to DuelingGenre.com support for our Patreon. Slash support. Slash support. <laughs> the slash is important. Yes. Said every fangirl ever. Yes. <laughs> we also have a one-time donation button and merchandise. As always, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. Have a good Tuesday. Bye.